launching the company back in 2016, spinning it really out of the agency, Upfluence, an influencer marketing platform. They've just passed 4 million bucks in terms of ARR, another 2 million on top of that in terms of uh, professional services revenue. Uh, they have a thousand customers uh, currently. That's what they just passed. They just recently raised 4 million bucks in equity, 62 people between New York City, Paris, and Switzerland. Net revenue retention about 75% annually, spending about four months of ACV to acquire the customer. So a healthy payback period there. They are burning about 100 grand per month, but again, they have about two, three, four years of runway because of the money they just raised as they look to scale and maybe raise some additional venture debt. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Kevin Cruzy. After launching three companies in e-commerce, he identified an opportunity in the influencer marketing space. He grouped up with three other entrepreneurs and became the founders of a, his current company called Upfluence. They then spent the next five years building the company into an industry leader. We'll talk about it today. Kevin, are you ready to take us to the top? I am ready, Nathan. Okay. So first off, so industry leader is a big word. How do you know your industry leader? Well, I mean, you have a couple of different uh, ways to think about leadership, right? You have a technological leadership that we definitely have. We've been in here longer than almost anybody else. Um, and then there is a market share leadership, which um, according to uh, service, we are too. So it's a uh, very... According nice. to what? According to service, we are too. I mean, like client service, we have a thousand customers and uh, paying customers for our industry, most of them enterprise. Um, that's not something most of our competitors can even get close to. Okay. And, and technical, well, actually let's back up here for a second. So for people that are not familiar with influencer marketing, help them understand what you do. Oh, of course. So I think a very easy way to understand what we do is think about Coca-Cola, right? They have a new product. They want to launch a new drink. Uh, and to talk about that drink today, uh, you want to go to social media influencers, people on Instagram, people on uh, Facebook, people on YouTube that can talk about your product the same way uh, celebrities uh, used to do that 20 years ago, baseball players and so on. So they want to really find these people. To do that today, it's really finding a needle in a haystack. Uh, it's really about finding the one person that matches exactly what you want them to say on the right network, on exactly the right audience. To do that manually is almost impossible. So you need softwares to help you out. You need a, a way to easily search for the right person amongst millions and millions of profiles, find the right person, go after them, partner with them, and then, of course, structure a deal to make them talk about you. So if you're Coca-Cola, we help you basically find the right guy. We help you work with them. We provide you with all the tools to draft a contract, pay them in the end, and monitor how good they're doing. So it's, it's really what we do as a, as a software for influencer marketing. And just to be clear, this is a SaaS model, or is this something more like professional services agency model? Uh, this is 100% SaaS. So all our clients are independent. They're actually, um, they're actually using the software on their own and uh, using it to do everything they want. And Kevin, give me a general sense here. So in terms of what customers are paying you on average per year, are we talking you know, 100 grand or a million or 10,000? What is it usually? Our, our pie is close to uh, $30,000. Uh, so it gives per you a month idea. or year? Per year. Per year, uh, okay. Yeah. So it's an expensive piece of technology. Uh, but once, I mean, once again, the ARPA has been growing really a lot this year. So people that came onto the software, let's say two years ago, would have had a much better deal, let's say. Yep, yep, yep. No, that makes sense. Well, well hold on. So, okay, so it sounds like that is your, that's your 30,000 ACV is your starting price point today. But if you look at your historical, you so see your entire customer base mm -hmm. today, on average, you're saying they're maybe paying you more like 10 grand a year or something like that? Uh, yes, actually the overall, the entire company over five years, a thousand customers, I believe the average the average card value of all our years was about $9,000. I see. I see. Interesting. So, 
Still an expensive software. Our smallest price that we have ever done was about $4,000 a year uh, for a yearly contract, which is how we sell uh, our tools today. Mm-hmm. The most expensive we've ever done is in, uh, in the high six figures. Yep, I mean, yep, yep. a little more than 150000 bucks. So it's and it, an, pricey. An average ACV across 1,000 customers of, of nine grand, obviously, we can kind of do backwards math there. It puts put you at about 750 grand a month in revenue or $9 million in ARR. Is that generally accurate? This is generally accurate, correct. Okay. If you and take away the, uh, a few other factors, correct. What other factors? Uh, well, some of our users have one license that is used by, uh, let's say, 16 different subsidiaries, for example. And it's not exactly structured the same deal. We see them as one customer, but as 16 users. I see. Well, if we ignore customer count and ignore ARPA, generally speaking, in terms of ARR range, you're right in that 9 million range today? We're closer to 6. Closer to is, 6. Okay. Yeah. Correct. By the way, thank you for correcting me. I, I know it's always tricky to like correct <laughs> I, lower than correct higher. But listen, a lot of people listen and they would know. They go, we know Kevin was lying. Now they, they're going to, oh, Kevin's a good correct. guy. He's accurate. We are pretty, we, we are pretty uh, proud of what we've done. I, I think the story of Appliance is interesting too because we started as a tech company uh, five years ago. So we built the entire technology we have today. But at the time, and I think a lot of people can relate, you had no... Influencer marketing wasn't even a, a keyword on Google, right? So we had to go and try to sell the tech, but nobody wanted to buy it. So we had to actually do service for three years, build a service business from zero to $3 million of revenue, kind of like a, an influencer marketing agency powered by our own tech. So only two years ago, I actually asked my, I was CEO of the company for that time. I asked my co-founders to step up uh, and, and, and take my job give me a budget and send me to New York where I would actually launch uh, the software division of the company. So what we see in software usage today is really two and a half years old, which That's is great. It's, it's very new. It's very so new. So 2016 launch, launch date? Correct. Yeah, for the software. Actually, just I think our clear, first like, is June. That's June? Okay. And just to be clear, yeah. the, the 500 you just told me are 6 million in ARR today. That, that is pure SaaS. There's not agency revenue built in there? There is agency revenue, about uh, $2 million, and okay. ARR and SaaS is $4 million. So it's okay. like, uh, yeah. It's if, six, we, if we cut that out, so if we, I want to get a sense of just the SaaS component here, right? So $4 million bucks in ARR, that puts you at about three hundred and thirty grand a month today. Where was just the SaaS business a year ago in terms of MRR? So we hope next year we're going to be to $8 million. Uh, AR next year in 2019, uh, pure uh, only software licenses. That's what we want to go for. Company as a whole, a little higher. Obviously, we still have service components, especially for enterprise customers. It's something they, they usually want to go for. Looking backwards, though, so if you're at 4 million today, where were you a year ago? Actually, we, were at, we just passed the 100K MR like 12 months ago. So it's actually pretty fast growth. Okay, so, you're, so about 12 months ago, then 100 grand a month. Now you're doing 340 grand a month or about 4 million bucks in AR. So you're you know, 3Xing, 4Xing year over year. Yeah, I mean, we hope, probably not sustainable uh, over the very long term, but we hope we can double up next year a little more, like three to, yeah, six to 8 million is definitely the target. That's great. How are you, walk me through how you're getting these customers. So signing up a thousand customers is not easy. Do all of them come through the agency or do any come directly into the SaaS product? So 99%, I mean, maybe not, I don't have the exact number. I would say 90% of our customers plus are new customers that find us online. We have a bunch of acquisition channels that we use, obviously CPC, AdWords, you know, all these kind of, uh, of lead uh, nurturing and lead acquisition strategies. What's interesting is we actually structure the sales team that's completely automated in terms of calendar booking. So I, I think when you have a sales team, the hardest part 
is actually to motivate them to kind of always be on top of things, like make calls, like go close leads. We actually took all that first part away. So it's a, a team that's based in New York here, actually right behind me. And they had come up, they show up in the morning and these leads have generated like eight to nine calls for them to do demos with people that want to talk to them. They do these calls with these people and then they convert about 10% of the people they actually speak to. A lot of people are still in convert the Convert them to what? Convert them into a paying into, customer? Into a paying customer, correct. Yes. Okay. And that, that's paying 10 grand a year or 30 grand a year. Yeah. These days more 30, hopefully. Yeah. That's great. And what's the, what's the team size today total? Company-wide, uh, it's going to be 62, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. We have offices here in New York where we have 25 people. Uh, and the rest are, is spread out across um, Paris, in France, Lyon, and Switzerland, where we do a lot of uh, tech development over there and, of course, like European customers management. And how many of the 62 are kind of marketing, sales, doing demos, things like that? I think it's 16 people total, but I might be wrong. That's good. Uh, it could be 16 to 20. When did you start kind of the inside sales model? And did you start with a co-founder leading it? Or did you hire an external VP of sales or what? So it's actually funny. So as a European, there is a big uh, fear going to the US because we hear about um, the, it's a new market, right? You don't know uh, anything here. So I, when I moved here, I was really alone, right? I, I just stepped down from being CEO to launch a software business inside the same company. So a startup inside the startup. And I met through a, a job offer on LinkedIn, on, on LinkedIn, I met this former actor of Shakespeare in the Park that wanted to do sales. Um, and so he was this kind of funny guy. I had him and he's now he's our SVP, uh, managing the entire team worldwide. Uh, so I hired an American to help me with the sales. I also sold myself. Uh, I think you cannot delegate something if you can't do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually uh, worked with him to make sure that we could grow the business to uh, to actually, yeah, the, hundred, the first hundred of thousands of, uh, of monthly recurring revenue, I was here with him on the, on the ground effort. And Kevin, when you started hiring external salespeople and you have to put together a comp plan and you have to project, you know, what the quota is and how many months to ramp up. I mean, what is that number today? How many months to ramp up? And then how do you, what's the ratio of their kind of base pay relative to what their quota is? Is it like 10, 10x or 5x or how do you think about that? Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting question, actually. Um, Basically, today, if somebody follows a training program for about uh, five days when they get in, and right away, we, we throw them in the, in the pit on our smaller value calls. Uh, for three months, they're going to be trainees. Uh, after the third month, we see that the old cab, so a typical salesperson at our company, a senior sells about half a million a year, a junior between 250 and 300. So junior is before one year, senior is after one year. So it's kind of but using the term a little broadly here. Um, and they use, I mean, the salary is about a third, uh, a fourth of their salary. So yeah, between, it depends obviously how much you're doing because there is a, a commission component and then there is a, a fixed component, but yeah. So let me repeat that back to you. They come in, there's yeah. a five-day training program. There's three months we're on our on training calls with smaller ACV kind of accounts. And then the juniors where they start out, they're expected to close about 250 grand in new ARR each 12 months. And Correct. when they go this year two, they'll go up to senior, which is a $500,000 ARR quota for the year. Correct. Uh, and the sal- their bases are basically one-fourth of whatever their quota is. Very true. Exactly. Perfect sum up. Interesting. Very good. Have you bootstrapped the company or raised? 
We bootstrap everything until six months ago, where we actually raised, I think it was six, seven months ago, time flies, but we raised a, a first Series A round of uh, $4 million um, that will help us uh, speed up uh, the growth process. So we bootstrap before that, painful years. How, how many, when you raised the $4 million, how many months of burn were you raising for? What was your runway that, that you had? Uh, so actually, we, we were a cash flow positive company at the time. Uh, we became a cash flow negative company after raising funds, uh, like most uh, companies do. So right now, our burn rate is, I mean, pretty much two to four years, depending on how we're doing, depending on the month. But yeah, it's basically we burn between $100,000 and $200,000 a month, depending on really what we want to do. Uh, that brings us to about uh, two to four years. Yeah, correct. Yeah, no, that's great. That's really great. And then talk to me about some of the other economics here. So CAC, to get a new paying customer, what, what are you spending? So actually, this is really interesting. So I told you the um, the new customers we have, it's about $30,000. Uh, the customer acquisition cost is only about a fourth of that, which is actually, and it takes everything good. So it's actually a really good model, the one uh, we built. Uh, it's about $8,000 to get a customer, sign up of these values. The, 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 the CAC is actually smaller for a smaller customer, the low sure. AC people. Uh, but we stay around that metric. So basically... After the fourth months, a client is 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 bringing cash in. Yeah, basically. that's great. They're net positive, no matter what yeah. size, thirty thousand ACV or a thousand dollar ACV. Correct. Uh, yeah, my more like five thousand. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. What about churn? What's what's revenue churn over the past twelve months? Churn is between two and three percent a month. Uh, it's not something like it's it's a little higher than most SaaS company you would have. Uh, marketing is. A, complicated market because a lot of people come here, especially in, in influencer marketing, to test things out, right? They really are at the discovery stage. So a lot of people come in, uh, buy the software, test it out. Does it work with their product? Does it work with their market? Do they know how to do it? Um, and then they come and go. So yeah, we have about like 2 to 3% of churn a month, which is fairly high. And we're working on that, to be honest. It's, it's one of our key focus for 2019. Do you have good expansion revenue? It's so, you know, I think not yet uh, to sum it up pretty quick. Uh, I, I think, you know, as an entrepreneur, I, we move in silos, right? So first we try to sell the software and then we move to second step, which is, okay, let's take care of our customer really well and do CS. And then we move to how can we upsell them? How can we cross sell them? Uh, we are actually working on that uh, these days. We have about about the same amount of expansion uh, as as we have in um, contractions. So we're getting like, it's pretty neutral here. The net revenue retention is about 100% on the historical cohort? On contraction and retention uh, and, uh, and expansion, correct. But then we have churn. So people that just leave entirely. So it's a different thing for us. Yeah, yeah. But if you have 24% churn and 24% expansion, I mean, are you guys at about 100% net revenue retention on the cohort that signed up a year ago? No. No, no, no. We're about 70%, yeah. 70 to 75%. Yeah. Net revenue? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I mean that that means you're churning. If you so I if I guess when you told me 24% revenue churn, you're not including people that cancel entirely. No, I do. I do. So basically we have every month we lose about two three percent of our customer base uh, in value in MR. Uh, and these people are people that are trying things out and kind of moving on. But are you uh, adding back that same amount or no? I'm adding that. I'm adding everything when I give you the churn numbers. So expansion uh, minus uh, churn minus people that leave the software minus contraction. Oh, you're okay. So you're not giving me gross numbers when you just told me that revenue, that two to three percent revenue churn per month. That's not gross churn. That's net. 
Correct. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Got it. So the net revenue retention annually will be more like 75%. Got it. Correct. Yeah. Got it. Very cool. Um, that's great. Now, when you raise the capital, did you ever consider things like venture debt or did you just always want to do equity? That's very interesting. That's something we're looking into right now. We're looking into venture debt as we speak. Uh, so we actually looked at equity for our series A. For our future development, that we are really interested in venture debt, for, uh, especially for everything relating to maybe acquisitions. Uh, looking into maybe expanding. And so that's definitely something we're very, very curious about. Uh, I think it's a very interesting new model that's developing. Yeah. We're, are you going to probably end up working like a Silicon Valley bank or Hercules or Timia? Or are you looking at some of the revenue-based financing models like Lighter Capital, SaaS Capital, etc.? Right now, we are a very happy Silicon Valley bank customer. Um, and so probably that's where we're going to look first. But, you know, it's an open market out there. So I Yeah. Think you know, SVB, they, they, take, you know, they take those warrants, they sneak them in. <laughs> they do they do they do but they've been good to us for a for yeah, a while they're, now they're good i'm i'm joking they are great great people there <laughs> all right very good kevin let's wrap up with the famous five number one what's your favorite business book probably the hot thing about hot things number two is there a ceo you're following or studying right now um yes uh, do you want probably the name yeah yeah uh, i like tony shea number is Zappos. Uh, number three what is your billing tool that you guys use? We lose, we use recurly. And uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight. That's great. In situation, married, single kids? Uh, married. Any kids? No kids. And how old are you? I'm 30. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, it's going to take a lot longer than you thought. Guys, it takes longer. Again, launched the company uh, back. Kevin launched the company back in 2016, spinning it really out of the agency. Upfluence, an influencer marketing platform. They've just passed four million bucks in terms of ARR. Another two million on top of that in terms of uh, professional services revenue. Uh, they have a thousand customers uh, currently. That's what they just passed. They just recently raised four million bucks in equity. 62 people between New York City, Paris, and Switzerland. Net revenue retention about 75 percent annually. Spending about four months of ACV to acquire the customer. So healthy pay back period there. They are burning about a hundred grand per month, but again, they have about two, three, four years of runway because of the money they just raised as they look to scale and maybe raise some additional venture debt. Kevin, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.